What's playing in Newburgh, Oregon? I'll tell you what's playing in Newburgh, Oregon. A podcast starring two Broadway nuts working in the wide business with hopes of going to New York again. That's what's playing in Newburgh, Oregon. What's all over social media? I'll tell you what's all over social media. Amazing theater-related content to feed your Broadway-loving soul and cure your anemia. That's what's all over social media. What's annoying our friends and family? I'll tell you what's annoying our friends and family. Having to hear Rhea and Stefan talk about Broadway over wine nonstop for the last month and ignoring their obvious vanity. That's, That's what's, what's annoying our friends and family. Broadway over wine is the podcast. And we're going to try and do our best. Yes, sir. Welcome to Broadway Over Wine. My name is Stefan Zarnecki. And I'm Big Julie, a.k.a. Reed. <laughs> the biggest of Julies. <laughs> welcome, welcome. We are back for Wait, episode... We actually do four. need to have, like, gangster names. What are, what it like, South Street Stefan, and I'm... Oh, and I'm are, yeah, this is Southside. Roadhouse Reed. The Fourth, the <laughs> fourth Street Fury, or... <laughs> I might need to work on that one. All right. How was your week, Reed? Uh, my week has been pretty good. Yeah, working yeah. and everything. Yeah, loving the rain, working a lot. Sling you know, Just pleasing the people. Of course. Of course. Yeah, big stuff coming up in, in Newburgh towards the end of the month. We've got Night of the Moon. I had a meeting last week about that. The Night of the Moon is a uh, yeah. fundraiser. Tell them about it, Stefan. Oh, why don't I? Well, it's a little <laughs> fundraiser. For the Shahalem Cultural Center, mm -hmm. it is a black tie event. Yeah. Black tie. I bought a tux last year for this event because I plan on going from here mm -hmm. on out. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, the only time I've ever been, I was dressed as the devil. Yeah. Uh, you did a great job. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, the theme is Casablanca. Is it really? It is. Oh, then I will volunteer. Yeah. No, I, I actually found tails at a garage sale that kind of fit me. So I got it cleaned and slightly tailored. Wait, and so is it really Casablanca yeah, theme? Casablanca is the theme. Wow. It's gonna be very fun. Out of all the cultural centers in all the world, <laughs> you walked into mine. He was looking at you, kid. <laughs> um, I'm excited. So there it's a it's a it's a auction and fundraiser for the Shaham Cultural Center. There's gonna be like the fifty dollar wine wall where you pay fifty dollars for a ticket to pull any bottle of wine it might be like a 250 dollar bottle of wine wow or it might be at the lowest a 50 dollar bottle of wine then there's all kinds of packages um you can raise a paddle for um one or is a trip to marrakesh thing. oh marrakesh yeah how about that well and uh and then of course there's the silent auction portion with a bunch of wonderful wines and there are deals to be had. So I, I highly recommend Yeah. It. And the cultural center is such a wonderful resource for oh my gosh. this little valley. Yeah. Um, they really, really do some incredible things. It's an amazing space that you can rent out, use, that has all of your your cultural community needs. Yeah. Well, and we're going to have a new theater or yeah. revamp theater or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Already have the black box. Anyway, not to yeah. get on too much of a tangent, that it's is a great space um, and coming right up. Deserves all of the support. Okay, let's talk wine, Mr. Reed. We are drinking, believe it or not, Chardonnay today. <gasps> I think fitting for this show that we're drinking a white. Yeah, okay. 
I do. Is it a white wine kind of show? Well, we'll talk about it. Yeah. So this is a Chardonnay from J. Christopher Winery. J. Um, Christopher. Also Shahala Mountains. This is the Leah's Vineyard Chardonnay. Oh. Yes, indeed. The Leah's Vineyard is owned by Todd Hansen of uh, his winery, which is escaping me right now. But uh, great guy. And you can also taste his other label, Newberg. Whoa. I know, I know. And uh, what's the crap was it called? Isn't downtown Newberg for a long time on 99W? Anyway, Damn. I'll remember it. We'll cut it in. Probably not. I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it's a lovely little Chardonnay. And uh, we'll pour a little bit for you there and, and if you haven't had an organ shot in you don't know what you're talking about you this is not california butter bomb cougar juice whatever you want to call it no. um cougar juice though would be um appropriate i think for this show oh yeah a glass for producer katia who is this is producer katia's first recording in studio with us so if we're much better behaved <laughs> you know who to blame um every good podcast has a has an incredible producer behind it and um who is just nearby to make sure that the shenanigans um shenanigan <laughs> and make them shenanigans oh uh, yeah sometimes <laughs> yeah, okay, all right cheers cheers, cheers. Here, katia all right producer katia Mmm, that's lummy. D yummy. It does have a little bit of creaminess, Ooh. so it's not full on. I mean, it does have uh, malolactic mm. fermentation, so you do get a little bit of that creaminess. Jay Christopher, yeah, nicely um, done, Jay. They are up in kind of at the base of the Shehala Mountains, north of Newburgh. They okay. have a lovely tasting room with a very unique view. A lot of wineries. You see that kind of like tasting room view where you're looking down, uh, like some have valley views, like mm -hmm. a certain, certain winery, winery that, I may, that you work no. at. Um, this has kind of both. You kind of look down the vineyard, but then you also are kind of looking up at the mountain, which is right there. And there's like beautiful uh, scrubby oaks, okay. native oaks like that are really not that far. So it's it's very dramatic I, and they're really nice. They allow picnicking. Oh, uh, typically they also have like a little menu and uh, a hell of a charcuterie board. Uh, Last time I was there and I had that charcuterie board, it was filling. We could not finish it. Two okay, of us. That's good. That's good. Very to know. good. Um, yeah. Where in relation to say like Rex Hill, where is Jay Christopher at? It is nor off North Valley road Okay, on like um, Hillside drive. I think it's Hillside drive. Okay. towards what else is up there compri is up there mad violets is up there it's like before you get to like adelsheim and those kind of like ribbon ridge ones it's more this way oh okay 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 i see what north you're valley. saying north valley. so not really close to rex hill at all no yeah well i guess the, Shahil the Shahil really does like a it, j yeah it's kind of got like a jl sort of situation mm -hmm. so it's more <laughs> on the long part okay so i highly recommend if you're visiting um come see j christopher these are delicious wines and uh and really nice folks. Okay. Wanna talk about some Broadway news? Extra, extra, read all about it. Thank you. Okay. There's so much to cover. So much to cover. Um, talk to me, Stefan. So I talked to you about uh, the Ingrid 
Michelson penned The Notebook mm-hmm, mm-hmm, musical mm-hmm. that is um, currently in Chicago. She released a track of her singing kind of one of the, probably the most prominent song of the show. Okay, My understanding okay. is that this song, I think it's called If This Is Love, that it's sung by like the same character at multiple ages or it's oh, kind of like cool. it's kind of done throughout and thematically it's it's sort of woven in would and this song be sort of the used to be mine of of its show it i can't speak i haven't listened to the whole soundtrack i don't really know that much about the show but from the sounds of it i would say yes okay um but i really love it it it's very in her style singer songwritery. Mm-hmm. check it out the yeah. link will be in the show notes. I was going to say, the singer-songwriters are taking over Broadway. And it, honestly, it's such... It. Yeah, well, and it makes a lot of sense that singer-songwriters would finally be like, oh, I do narrative storytelling Guess through you. music. Yeah, Spring Awakening started with uh, Duncan Cheek. Oh. Yeah, and then, uh, of course, Sarah Bareilles. Uh-huh. But then the ultimate singer-songwriter musical, Once. Once. Winner of Best, uh, mm-hmm. best Musical. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Which now we're getting those sort of autobiographical Carol King yeah. musicals. Oh, well, yeah. You know, they got the Patsy Cline. Um, now, Reed, I don't know the next piece of breaking news. How much do you know about the new Sondheim show? Judging by the look on your face. New? Sondheim show. Gentle, ri- gentle listeners. The witches of Dathomir <laughs> have resurrected Stephen Sondheim. No, I'm just... Not true. Oh, I was gonna say it is a, a witcher show. It's a real new show. It is his last show. Okay. That post terminus. It exactly. <laughs> he basically had it finished before his passing. It was right before, really soon before he passed away, like a month or so. Uh, he said that it was going to move forward because it had been kind of tabled. Honestly, I do remember hearing of a Sondheim show that was in the works and then he did die. So I was like, well, yeah. Okay. So it is called Here We Are. It's based on two movies from the same director, Dude, The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeois hmm. and The Exterminating Angel. This is so funny. Both excellent titles for Sondheim some, to some kind of, <laughs> adapt. <yeah. laughs> so it's set for a 15 week run. The tickets are cray cray expensive starting at like $330 or something like that. Okay. So forget about it. Yeah. It is going to have a rush. It is going to have rush a lottery tickets, sort of lot and lottery. Yeah. So there, there will be some options for people, but I'm going to tell you the cast. Some of these people I don't know. And I will admit that Fran Francois Baptiste. Don't know who that is. Okay. Tracy Bennett. Don't know who that is. Okay. Bobby Cannavale or Cannavale. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I know no, Bobby. He's, yeah, he's famous. A, uh, a staple of the Broadway stage. Yes, indeed. Michaela Diamond. Okay. Amber friggin' Gray. Okay. Jin Ha. Don't know who that is. Okay. Rachel Bay Jones. Dennis O'Hare. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Rachel Bay Jones. She was. Jeremy Hansen. Jeremy Hansen. Mom. Yep. How? Okay. Yep, yep. Uh, Dennis O'Hare. Don't know who that is. Uh, Stephen Pasquale. Oh, Stephen Pasquale. David Hyde Pierce. Oh, whoa. Yeah, and Jeremy Shamos. Okay, so a pretty a pretty large cast. Pretty stacked, Sondheim, if you ask me. Sondheim shows are usually filled with lots of characters. So. And this is the last one, so they probably were fighting over each other to get on there. So that is uh, announced, the 15-week run. 
who knows what the you know they're going to stick to that or yeah. not i don't remember when it's going to start but there you go time to save your shekels and see if you can get in there hmm. okay uh we'll next. be we'll oh. be monitoring that one oh indeed the Betty Boop musical. Oh, yes! Yes! Boop! Exclamation point. <laughs> has cast their Betty Boop. Yes, she looks great. Yes, she does. Jasmine Amy Rogers. Yeah. Uh, it is starting in Chicago. And one thing I didn't know, I didn't know Betty Boop was based on a person of color. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And the, the worry was, as word was getting around in musical theater land that they were just going to cast a, you know, another white person. person to play Betty Boop, but they didn't. Um, so <laughs> good Jasmine job, Broadway. Rogers, person of color, very excited. She looks marvelously cast. Can't wait to see uh, initial clips. And yeah, that's so stuff. fun. So, wonderful. Oh, that's going to be, that's like. Feel good. I know theater. absolutely nothing about Miss <laughs> Barbara Boop. Boop. Right. Same. But I do believe that that is fodder for musical theater if i have ever seen some agreed okay agreed. it will go up there with little abner you're a good man charlie brown um i don't know the other great looking, looking forward to <laughs> cartoon it. spongebob all right next bit of broadway news juilliard you know little old juilliard oh yeah that i don't know if you're familiar with yeah, that yeah, 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 little, yeah. Uh, you know applied there one did you? No. No, I didn't even bother. <laughs> I think, uh, let's see, Ithaca might have been the most prestigious place I applied. I don't know. Got waitlisted. Okay. Juilliard announced that the Master of Fine Arts and Acting will be tuition-free starting in 2025. They have a number of other tuition-free master's programs there, including like ballet and opera and various things. And now their uh, Master of Fine Arts and Acting is on that list. So what does that mean? Free. If you get in, you are not paying tuition. So basically, it's just super competitive. I'm sure it is. And, it already was, but well, yeah. now. And now you don't have to pay shit? Yeah. Good deal, right? They've always had really good uh, donations, like Robin Williams was a big donor icon uh, yeah he and he paid for jessica chastain's last year at juilliard through a scholarship Ah, uh, so many people so many people a queen juilliard. of the theater and the screen can she's, we just give it up for jessica chastain she is a gift she is a gift truly we love her the doll's house yeah icon herself did you listen to her on smartless oh, no was smartless? she on smartless she was oh i would love to listen she's to her and sean so, hayes and all right, more breaking news. Okay. Uh, we were wondering who was going to be cast as Lancelot in oh. Spamalot. Uh, Taryn Killam, who formerly of SNL, and he was also a King George on Broadway. Okay. He will be playing Lancelot until January when Alex Brightman will take over. So. Wait, 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 wait. What's his name? Taryn Killam. Here, Katia pulled it up. He looks like that. He was great on SNL. And I, I never okay. saw him on uh, in Hamilton. Anyway, I'll take your word for it. And then Alex Brightman? And Alex Brightman, when the the shark is 
not the shark is dead. The shark is broken. The shark is broken. Oh, oh, when Alex Brightman of like um, Beetlejuice, yeah, Beetlejuice and, and uh, School of Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So he'll be I taking over. I was thinking the recent Alex who just won um, the Tony Award, but is not male identifying. Newell. Thank you. Shocked. Mm-hmm. Different, different person. <laughs> How to Dance in Ohio. Too many Alexes. Cast. Sorry. We don't. We love Alexes. Uh, the cast has been announced, and if you don't know what that show is about, it's about. Uh, a group of autistic kids preparing for a dance, uh, like a you know homecoming type thing mm-hmm. at their high school or whatever. Well, um, the cast is all out, and sev- the seven uh, lead parts are all being played by aut- autistic performance. Wait, uh, well, that's that was going to be my first question. Was like, are these kids actually autistic? Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank goodness. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to take see that. See ya. That show. I mean, I've listened to a little bit of the music. I don't, there's Are a you not familiar with I'm, the Sia drama? Is she like anti-autistic people or something? Well, okay, or so ableist? she had, yeah, it's a it's whole a thing. Whole We're not going to get into all. That. By the way, update: uh, Reed is sucking down this Chardonnay. It's he already's on glass too. It it has warmed up a little bit. It is very drinkable. Root has arrived. Mm-hmm. This is delicious. Good yeah, job. Which is also why I'm so spicy. Sorry, mm, Sia. I love your man. songs. I love okay. what you do for your Survivor contestants that you love. <laughs> okay. Titanic, the musical, <gasps> has been... Wait, is there a revival coming? Well, I don't have... It, the news isn't oh, quite no. that good. It has been, like, touring in Europe. Oh. Okay. And they have done a, a filming of Titanic live that will be coming to theaters. Is there a filming of the really amazing? Um, they did a, a, a like anniversary. No, there's some like tiny like thirty second clips online that you can find. But, Gentle like... listeners, when I tell you that Titanic the musical, which did it, which is not a musical about the movie, it was made actually the exact same year as mm-hmm. when the movie was coming out. Mm-hmm. I'll save this for a Titanic the musical episode, but gentle listener, do yourself a favor. If you, uh, yeah, what a score. Uh, we're going to get into that. Uh, we have a new Disney animated movie musical. There's a trailer out. Wait, it is called wish. Oh, I was thinking a new Broadway show. Oh, of no, a... no, no, no. Movie, mm-hmm. movie musical. Yeah. Wish. I haven't seen the trailer yet. Yeah. I, I am optimistic. Yeah. I yeah, thought yeah. the, you know, the music sounded good. Animation looked good. I am also yeah. first like black me. Disney princess who won't be an animal for seventy five percent of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yay Disney! Go Disney! Uh, actually, we haven't seen the movie. We don't know. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. Let's let's hold on. Um, but looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's go. The only thing I am a little sad that they didn't decide to do traditional animation. Um, there was an interview that came out. I think. Um, where the producers um, essentially said, like, uh, it's it, in celebration of 100 years of Disney, they had considered returning back to sort of the, like, 2D animation oh. roots for this film. Mm. And honestly, I do feel like that is a missed opportunity. But that's just me. But we'll see. Ariana DeBose, Chris Pine, Alan Tudyk. Oh. So there's some there's some talent there. I don't know. You mean Miss um, Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman king. Cute. I'm sorry. I'm old. Stefan. I'm old. Ariana Du Bois. Yeah. Um, music by David Metzger. And Chris Pine. Wow. Yeah, coming back. Uh, 
David Mitzker. Yeah, I don't see how that is. Is David Mitzker? <laughs> well, we're about to find out. Yeah. Okay, and the last bit of Broadway news: Thirteen Going on Thirty musical is entering workshops. Have you? Are you a Thirteen Going on Thirty guy? So Thirteen Going on Thirty. Jeff oh, Gardner. oh! I was thinking Thirteen the musical, um, which is who is that? They've done a movie. Did they do already do a movie for? 13? I thought so, it's and that's 13. famously Ariana Grande was in the cast of that on Broadway. Um, she started off as a Broadway girly, just so you know. Yeah. Um. No, thirty going on thirty, the musical movie. Jennifer Gardner and uh, no what's his name pass. Mark Ruffalo, big pass. I don't need it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I am reserving judgment, but you are more than welcome to. I'm I know just... another. Another like eighties, nineties movie being turned into musical. Do we need another one? I, I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Casting is going to be key. Two thousand It was. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what, Katia. Producer Katia coming in clad. Once with again, the <laughs> we need we need like a buzzer or a sound for Stefan's old like a. Damn something for now reserving my judgment too, but no. All right. Well, what do you say we get into? And I love the movie, just so the listeners know. Thirteen going and thirty is a classic. I love it. I love it. Okay. All right. Guys and dolls. (laughs) Is our show that we're going to talk about today. Let's uh, let's get what tell us what guys and dolls about. Uh, you. For the listeners at home who haven't seen this, this is one of those classic Broadway musical comedies with a capital C. Okay, this is like 1950s heyday Broadway mm-hmm. classicness. So this is a show sort of about a group of kind of edgy gambler types in the 1950s and they all talk like this and they got they all have little names like South South Street Benny and and Sky Masterson and Nathan Detroit and Harry the Horse. Yeah, Harry the Horse. Liver Lips Louie. Nicely nicely Johnson. <laughs> Liver Lips Louie. I don't know. <laughs> we'll go with that. Um and you know they they're trying to like to to make big buckaroos right and so nathan detroit runs the biggest floating crack crap game crap game craps yeah craps i was gonna say crack but that's a whole other (laughs) that's a different game we all lose um (laughs) uh crap game in new york city and sort of the the issue here is the police are breathing down his neck so this is obviously illegal organized Brannigan's bringing the heat yeah he's bringing the heat so they don't have anywhere that they can hold the crap game and it's a big issue oh no everyone's in town they're gonna want to you know score big so sort of the the plot resolves around um revolves excuse me around him trying to find a place to hold the game so that he can uh make a lot of money and also not lose his sort of respect in this world. Um, So he can't find anywhere. He also is been engaged to Adelaide for 19 years, who is like the local show girl. She runs the, the equivalent the of the hot box. Yeah. The hot box. I was going to say the <laughs> Kit Kat club, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the hot box. Um, She's the, the like main attraction there and she wants him to get married and be respectable. But 
and he keeps promising he won't run the crap game anymore, yada, yada, right? So there's that little drama there. Meanwhile, um, Sky Masterson is in town. Sky Masterson, famously known for sort of like betting huge, right? Hence the name Sky. So he's like, oh, I need a thousand bucks in order to... Biltmore Garage. Yeah, the Biltmore Garage. Joey Biltmore a thousand bucks. Yeah, in order to have the crap game there. But he doesn't have a thousand bucks. So he's like, oh, I'll just bet something crazy for Sky Masterson. Sky Masterson and him make a bet that he can't take a girl to Havana for dinner. And he, uh, Nathan Detroit gets to choose the girl. He chooses the Salvation Army. Sister Sarah. Sister Sarah Brown, who's walking by at that moment. And he basically, the whole thing of this show is he has to convince this very like religious uptight woman, Sarah Sergeant Brown, to go to Havana with him for dinner. And chaos ensues. Calamity and hijinks. And, and hijinks. Wonderful production numbers. And amazing songs. Costumes. Uh, sets. And gangsters talking like this all the time and saying ridiculous things like. It is like <sighs> the American musical. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's funny. Like this week <laughs> I was watching these. I watched a bunch of uh, clips of the revival. Okay. Revival in 1992. Nathan Lane, Faith Hill. Faith Hill? Faith Prince. Oh, Faith Prince. Pardon me. Faith Hill. With, <laughs> that would have been quite the show. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Gallagher, Josie de Guzman. Um, and it was big news. Like when that got revived, like this, it was hilarious. This piece of TV. Oh, dang. Gordon. Oh, what was, what was the guy's name? His name is Golden something or other. Ramsey. Not Lifestyles of the, it wasn't Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> There were all these characters like interviewing them and they showed a bunch of clips from the show and the red carpet of the opening. It was it was a whole scene. This was what, 92? 92. Hmm. Yeah. Who uh, would have guessed Guys and Dolls would be big in 92? Big. It, and it was like a hot, hot ticket. It was selling out and they and it was a, actually kind of a, a breath of fresh air from the British Invasion. Of oh Les yeah, Mis yeah, and Les Mis, Miss Saigon, Phantom, and Phantom, and Cats. Cats, and it was like oh, just an old timey American musical with American characters, and huh. like kind of, and it, so it really got a lot of attention huh. uh, as far as the revival. Now the, I can't tell you like when it came out in the fifties, that was post war. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I wasn't around. I didn't, didn't find a whole lot about like the original opening, but it was successful back then huge 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 revival in 1992 they just did a staging in dc and it was not stephanie j block and sebastian <laughs> arcellus it was a, it was another broadway power couple it was philippa sue and stephen pasquale so my mistake and um james monroe Egelhart oh. and jesse mueller was friggin adelaide Right? Jesse Mueller was Adelaide? Uh, yeah. I know. She would be so good. I was actually in New York when that was playing in DC. And I strongly considered like taking, taking train. a train mm -hmm. down there just for the day that mm. it didn't work out. But anyway, what That's cast. so funny being in New York and being like, am I going to go to DC? I'm just going to jump on a train and go to DC <laughs> just to see all these like, just to see a Broadway show. 
that's kind of crazy. But DC is kind of a tryout city. Yeah, it really is. The Kennedy Kennedy Center. Mm-hmm. So they do some wonderful productions. So that's kind of the deal on Guys and Dolls. But it was my choice. Yeah. Tell us why, Stefan. Why? Mm. What about this show really hooked you? Well, I loved Guys and Dolls. Even when I was like a little whippersnapper, I listened to it and really enjoyed it. But when I really, when it really got into my bones was when I did it. Uh-huh. Senior year of high school. And I, I, I really, um, really fell in love with that 1992 cast album and, and the movie. Hmm. I love the movie. That, the movie? We're going to... Well, I'll talk about it. Yeah, we're going to get all into it. Yeah. And so... Yeah, and it, and it sits well in my voice, the sky and the Nathan. It's not too high. It's still kind of where like a baritone yeah, can a, do okay on Broadway. Totally. The 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 charm. I love the costumes. Yeah, the costumes are so good. All uh, the pinstripe suits, all the polka dot yes. bow ties, all the suspenders, the fedoras. Well, and you've got the hot box girls. Oh yeah, with their crazy the outfits. kitty cat outfits. Yeah. Well, the, that's in the movie. Yeah, it's yes. movie. Or the more like flower gardeny. Bushel in a pack with feathers. Yeah. Exactly. It's so big. It's so big and over the top, but it does it in a way with like that that has so much charm. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, I don't know. Well, and like sort of the Hollywood equivalent, right? There are Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Broadway loves Mm. shows about Broadway, about New York, right? And it captures sort of the energy of New York City and sort of the glitz and the glam of show business, right? You can have these really fun musical numbers with the costumes and the silliness because it takes place in New York and one of the girls is like a showgirl. Yep. Are you ready to see a little clip of little Stefan when he was a senior in high school? <gasps> I'm so ready. My gentle uh, listeners, my we are about to see. Outfit. Oh, I love it. Oh, I'm my, so excited. Probably my favorite costume How ever. old were you, senior? So like senior, 17, 18? 17. Oh, wait. Playing the role of who else? Sky Masterson. This is, this is being played on a VCR, by the way. Take back your meek. Take Ready? back your stool. <gasps> Only the Juilliard Scouts have been there. Stefan. I love this role. This is my favorite role. What year was this? 1996. No, 98. You sound perfect for this show. (laughs) Go on. The dialogue in this show is also so snappy it is the repartee mm-hmm. that's part of why i love it the rhythm of it yeah yes shout out to abby lloyd yeah you're she crushing wanted, abby she wanted to do west side story however and at 17 that was not falling in my range <laughs> so. yeah and also at 17 too and like she wouldn't be puerto rican <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> I mean, she could try really hard. This was my favorite scene. So. Also, that fits you very nicely, too. Thank you. Well, they tailor it. Not all school shows do that. They did a good job. Oh, yes. 
three piece with a vest. God, I need to buy a suit that color. Sky absolutely showing up, Sarah Sergeant Brown on uh on Bible verses. Oh. Baby, Mad baby. Flex. It's so good. Oh, and it gets her so hot. Yeah, the Bible drill of it all. Like <laughs> like homeschooled VBS read is yes, like maybe that's why Megan wanted to go out with you. Because like she, the Bible she was so well. major was she like quizzing a, champ. Brrr, yeah. 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 Exactly. Dear podcast leaders, I'm sorry you didn't even see what that was. That was me leaving through my Bible at rapid speed <laughs> and pointing the finger it. at the passage. I do love that too. What you do with them afterwards is up to you. <laughs> I mean, I guarantee you a room full of sinners. This place could get really hot. <laughs> man flesh. It's my marker. And my a man. Marker. A man never squilches on his mark. Wel- welches. Not squilches. <laughs> <laughs> or, or that. Don't ever squilch on somebody's don't, mark. Don't squilch. Period. <laughs> Stefan, you're a young dad. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I was. Yeah, we had Aiden at 22. Whoa. Yeah. They have done... Guys and Dolls twice since I graduated. Oh, fuck was that? Oh, <laughs> again the Stefan's old buzzer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Abby. Yeah, she's bringing it. We did not really get along, <laughs> but that works for the show. It did. Marlon Brando could never hold. It's the one thing I have on. <laughs> I want to know how come you guys didn't get along. Were you the bad boy? Well, yeah. I mean, I was the bad boy. Oh, Stefan. And partly because I got guys and dolls, and she wanted West Side Story. I. <laughs> I was probably a little. Well, and also, let's, I mean, also, we can, we can say this. Even though she wouldn't be part of Rican, West Side Story is a little more feminist than Guys and Dolls. So, like, 1950s. It doesn't get more misogynistic. Than Guys and Dolls. <laughs> but it does it with such charm. <laughs> it's charming misogyny. You gotta love it. <laughs> Stefan, you have a really good voice. Just saying that because you mean it. Yeah, chemistry. Yeah, chemistry. So this production is hot off of the hot revival of Guys and Dolls. I would say so. Mm-hmm. It was Indeed. in the it was in the public conscious. Yeah, a few years later. My theater group never did Guys and Dolls. And I think, one, they were worried that it might be just a little too racy, which is kind of laughable, right? Um, but also, because we did some, we did, some, we did like Drowsy Chaperone. Okay. So, like, I don't know. Um, and I just don't think they thought it was like a, a viable title. I know. They were wrong. I know, I know, I know. They were wrong. Let me tell you backstage, all of us were obsessed with Guys and Dolls. Well, we'll talk about this in a minute. Okay. A little pitchy for me, dog. It's the only recording I have. Oh, so you're 17, right? 
about to get. Oh my gosh, we'll talk about the, I was the a, movie. I wasn't yeah, allowed to kiss in high school shows. In a hot minute. Oh, <gasps> I showed up like day three. Oh, that was a short kiss. Oh, there's two. Oh, but like day three at Newburgh short. High, I I was Danny. <gasps> I was Danny Zuko, and I had to kiss my like it was like the first day of audition or of uh, rehearsal. She takes us into a room. I was like, kiss. Start going. Just me and. <gasps> oh, she slapped you. Oh, that was not a, that was not a fake. That was intentional. Oh yeah. She was getting it out. She was getting it out. Had to rehearse that one a lot. Whoa. <laughs> no, I think it still have quite right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think I really made solid enough contact. That's my guys and dolls journey. Wow. So you knew of it before you performed it, but sort of performing it really cemented it. Absolutely. In your I knew it. Repertoire. I wanted it. Yep. I requested it. Thank you, Drea Ferguson, for choosing <sighs> it. <laughs> Don't you love your old theater teachers? Oh yes. They were they were as different as different could be. I had two I had a theater uh, director back in Pennsylvania mm -hmm. at Why I'm Missing, Faye Wormcastle. She was a force like be reckoned like with. she was directing a broadway show and demanded <laughs> excellence like <laughs> yes. and those shows were fucking awesome i believe i believe fergie was like i love you all you are so great like it was so much like more flexible and let kids like improvise and like it created and because of that we had so many fun moments but it was totally different totally different thank you for that Stefan, you were your theater teacher was Fergie, yeah, the Fergalicious definition. Yeah, it was like her second year at Newburgh High. And look at the look at the meat that she got <laughs> for two years anyway. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, two great years. Oh, Those were great. That's all I amazing. cared about too in high amazing. school was theater and a couple of years of football. Mm. That's about it. All right, so we're gonna try something new today. You didn't ask me. Oh, about my love of this show. You are right, Reed Tholomew. And only because apologize. we overlap with this one. Like, I know this one pretty well. This is a favorite. What's, what, it, tell me. All right. Tell me. So my first exposure to this musical was my parents had a musical box set that included West Side Story, Guys and Dolls and Fiddler on the Roof on DVD. It was like one of those that you just get, like. I don't know. That's kind of random. Yeah, yeah right. a very okay. random um, sort of box set. Um, and for a long, long time, I didn't know it existed. I knew we had West Side Story on DVD, but my parents wouldn't let me watch it yep. for some reason. And I was like, let me watch West Side Story. So finally they said yes. And then I saw Guys and Dolls in there. I was like, what is this? Popped it in. Absolutely. The movie is incredible. We have <laughs> we have Frank Sinatra, we've got Marlon Brando, we got Gene Simmons, and then we got the original Adelaide from the Broadway production. Yep. I think she's the only person who um Vivian Blaine. Yeah, Vivian Blaine. She's really she's such a good Adelaide. She is. Uh, Wonderful. That whole cast is so good. Everyone is so funny. And then, like I said, it had big impact on like 17. 16 year old Reed and the other boys at Teen Musical Theater of Oregon. Um, we were always backstage. Anytime that we did a show that had like suits and ties for sort of the costumes, yeah. um, we did a few of those. Um, every 
backstage we'd be making our own little like home video like guys and dolls-esque gangster films so we would all talk like we like we were in guys and dolls and one of us was big julie and one of us was the boss and one of us was blah 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 blah. and we'd be like backstage making these like little behind the scenes (laughs) and where are these videos now i can find a video for you and the girls would be in their fur coats and their high heels and we'd be like the dames come here dames (laughs) right we were being this was (laughs) these were definitely my like homeschool not um broads (laughs) yeah not very um feminist of me not very (laughs) um yeah but it was all tongue-in-cheek it was totally totally we had a great time it was it was so much fun. We loved any of those times. So that's my connection to Guys uh, and Dolls. Love it so much. You picked a good one. Shout out to, to, rip on. to Adam, Kosan, Brayden, Joe, the whole gang. You guys, I would have loved to have been a fly in the wall of those sessions. Ah, that sounds great. Times. I can't what wait to see times. that video. All right. So we're going to go track by track. Yeah. And let's we're going to hit on uh, some of the highlights. Let's do it. So essentially runyon land is like the Mm -hmm. uh overture yeah and fun fact runyon right is the name of the guy that uh guys and dolls is kind of based on Mm -hmm. so this musical is based on these kind of short stories by a guy named damon runyon who wrote about gangsters in new york city and it was all very satirical you like to shoot crap yeah all about that kind of stuff so a lot of the characters are pulled actually from his short stories Um, and sort of amalgamized and mushed up into a musical. So that's why it's called Running Land. It's a hoppy little overture. Yeah. Oftentimes, overtures make me mad because I just want to get to the nuts and bolts. As I have gotten older, a good overture well, yeah. is wonderful. Well, in this overture, I don't know how it is in the stage version, but in the movie, they have sort of like a, a stylized ballet in front of it of like New Yorkers going about their life. And it really sets the tone yeah. for the whole movie. Perfect. Yeah. And that leads to God, just a fucking great number. Fugue for Tin Horns. Mm-hmm. I got the horse right here. His name was Paul Revere. And yeah. And the guy's Valentine's on the morning line. It is such a fun way to start the show and yeah. like embody kind of like hey, these guys are always thinking about the next score, the yeah. next win they can have, whether it's on a horse mm-hmm. or in craps or I, I, I love it. Well, it reminds me a lot of the opening of Music Man too. the sort of like beatboxing train number on Music mm. Man is this one has that sort of like, it's three guys like arguing about which, which horse they're going to bet on. And they're like in syncopated sort of like, over each other and it's really fun and amazing and again sets the tone for the whole yeah. show you know exactly is it a, like an homage to shakespeare like the way shakespeare starts with either like a a monologue or two characters giving um you know context and whatever it's called exposition oh, or what no maybe that is a great this know. is well, a very shakespearean show it is. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're elements. 
Follow the Fold is whatever. It's the marching band song. It's meant to be boring because they're boring characters. And you're supposed to get an idea immediately who Sarah Sergeant Brown is, right? Before you take another swallow. Yeah, she's great. She's incredible. Um, Yeah, that number doesn't doesn't need to be talked about too long. But obviously, we know who Sarah Sergeant Brown is marching out there with the Salvation Army trying to bring sinners to repentance. Trying to save the world one Mm -hmm. sinner at a time. And she's not very likable in this musical. Until she gets drunk. <laughs> oh yeah, and then That's the oh, way we she's... like no. <laughs> no, 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 dear, dear listeners, oh, please do not take, take... any advice uh... from this musical either. Um, this was written in 1950s. We'll, we'll get to, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. The oldest established permanent mm. floating crap, crap game in New York. Why it's good old reliable Nathan. Yeah. Hell of a song. Yeah. Classic guys number. Yeah. And, and then we're like introduced to Nathan Detroit and we get to see how everyone in this like gambling ring reveres this man. Yes. So the stakes are high, right? You hear they need a thousand bucks for the Bilbo Garage. It's the stand. But, but we, we ain't, ain't got, got a grand, grand on hand. hand. Yeah, the desperation. Mm-hmm. The desperation. And what he has to lose if he doesn't successfully find a place for the crap game. Because yeah, the everyone thinks yeah. they think the world of Nathan. I know. And so now is probably a fine time to discuss a little bit about our Nathans. My Nathans. Oh, hey, yeah. So Who's Nathan Lane, obviously, of the revival, <laughs> and then Frank Sinatra of uh, the the movie. movie. Those are my two main. Those yeah, are my two the Broadway guy. I don't recognize him. I've never. I don't know any other projects that he's done. I don't even know. He is not relevant to me. So no, I agree. I agree. Here, uh, I love the way Frank Sinatra encapsulates Nathan Detroit's desperation. Like you yeah. feel for that character. Mm-hmm. Like he really acts it well. Like he just is slumping around and yeah. he's so skinny and the suit's yeah. like too big and he's I know, just but like it's perfect it is oh. he completely nails it well and great casting to cast one of the rat pack as part of this sort of like gambling new york city underbelly movie right like yep. it is it is quintessential he he's he not shoehorned sing, in there yeah he sings the out of these songs oh yeah and like here, syrupy we're learning all sorts of things about frank sinatra these days that are very disappointing but let's just say the man could sing he could sing the oh, man realize. could really do a great nathan detroit yeah speaking of nathan's though nathan friggin lane mm. did you know you probably do know nathan lane used to be joe lane no now, joe lane is his christian name when he joined Equity, he showed up and said, hey, my name's... Actually, he said, hello, my name's Joe Lane. <laughs> it's probably... And, that's the best I got right that now. That was really good, actually. Oh, God, I love that man. I love Nathan Lane. He showed up, and they're like, oh, there's already a, a Joe Lane in Equity. What, you need, a, you need another name? And he was like, well, I really loved playing Nathan Detroit in Guys and Dolls when I was 21. He played in some someplace in Jersey, I don't know. And he was like, how about Nathan? Nathan Lane. Whoa. Like, he is Nathan Lane because of Guys and Dolls. Whoa. And then almost a self-fulfilling prophecy of him then playing Nathan Lane. Play Nathan on Broadway. Because 92, 
This is pre anything big that he's really done, yeah. right? This is pre Lion King, Timon and Pumbaa. Sure. This is pre Birdcage. Pre, yep. This is pre Mouse Hunt. Yeah. When did Mouse Hunt come out? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Um. So I correct me if I'm wrong. What was what was yeah, Nathan Lane's big he, break? I don't know what he did before that, but a god. He is perfection in this role as well. In in general, like Nathan Lane just commands any stage any time cameras on him amazing any project that he is part of so funny so funny not just on stage but interviews anyway but iconic his... voice oh, mm -hmm. oh my gosh we'll get to sue me in a second mm -hmm. he um so oldest established i've watched the 92 there's there's like a full version of it online okay. so you okay, can, you can find that so funny the physical humor yeah he just he, he murders that role love that love that song wow. okay Next song. Okay. I'll know. I'll know. Honestly, can I be honest? Yes, man. You sang it beautifully. Thank you. But this is a skip for me. Okay. And I just don't love this song. I love the scene that precedes it. Oh, yeah. The, the repartee. Yes. And, the... and this is what we were talking about when yeah. we were watching the VHS. Is this is the... So, Sky Masterson now has to try and persuade Sarah Sergeant Brown to go to Havana with him for mm -hmm. a night, mm -hmm. which is, again, if you're Sarah Sergeant Brown and some man's like, go to Havana with me. This is not, summer. this is not he is a trying approach. to literally drag me to mm -hmm. the gates of hell. This is, he is trying to get into my pants. This which, mother. Interestingly enough, he wasn't at that point. He no. really wasn't He really in her. just needed to not he lose a thousand dollars. Yeah, you wanted to win. But, okay. The kiss in the movie is very uncomfortable too because he horrible grabs her. It is like an assault. Yeah, in the movie. no, it is. It is horrible. It is so bad. It's hard. And then she plays it off wonderfully, and then she slaps him, of course, right? Um, it's but so bad no. I was movie. like, I was rewatching. I was like, oh, this Holy is not good. I, yeah, <laughs> no, so I was rewatching. I was like, I don't remember it being this violent. Like, <laughs> but before that moment, the scene is so good, and Gene Simmons and Marlon Brando have incredible chemistry, and they are. They're literally just going back and forth, throwing it at each other. He is correcting her on the Bible. She is pissed. Doesn't like being corrected. Yeah, the and then he writes us in a marker, you know, for in the mark. I guarantee you, a, a room full of sinners. You go to Havana with me. Bada boom, bada boom. I'll never welch. Yeah, love it. Uh, so yeah, I'm a big, big fan of that scene, especially. I think Brando can't sing. Let's just get that out of the way. He kind of talks through it a little bit, but but it know. works. Yeah. It works for the damn but, movie. But Peter Gallagher, yeah, Peter Gallagher sings the loving shit out of it. Yeah, he really does. So, He's got like this. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, he can. He can sing. You were giving Gallagher. You oh, were not, I was. All you were not giving. Well, were not I mean, giving the, 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 I, was trying, I was doing a little Brando, but mm -hmm. the singing, I'm all trying. <laughs> I'd much rather be Peter. Totally, Gallagher. totally, totally. Bushel and a peck. Okay. Okay. Go. I have to say first, my first introduction to this song is my grandma, shout out Arlene Aww. Wilson. She would sing this all the time. No. Yes, she would sing it to us. I love you, a bushel and a peck, a bushel and a peck, and a hug around the neck. Hug and then I saw neck. that it was like this like sexy <laughs> number, and I was like, Grandma! <laughs> you mean <laughs> Good for you, Grandma. No, it was really sweet when Grandma sang it, and then it's very fun when Vivian Blaine Blaine sings and it Faith as Prince. Well. We haven't even gotten to Faith Prince yet. Yeah, and, or Faith, Faith Hill. <laughs> She'd be great. Faith Prince as Adelaide. 
also mm. perfection. Yeah, great casting. Absolutely great casting. Could do no wrong. And uh, opposite Nathan role. Lane. Yes. They, they really, are so they really amazing together. It. Good God. Um, uh, okay, so the Hotbox songs for me are the skips. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, all right, I'm probably not going to watch. Well, I would say this is this is the best Hotbox song. I would say this is a quintessential, like, people know this yeah, song, and they know it from, it's better than Take Back Your Minks, and it's better than the, the Kitty Cat one that they do in the movie. The movie. Yeah. Which the costumes and the musical number is really yeah. fun yeah. in the movie, but it's not a great song. Yeah, no, there's not a whole lot to it. All right. Moving on. Adelaide's Lament. Oh my God. <laughs> this, dear listener, is an all time Broadway classic. Can't disagree. This is one of the best musical theater songs that has ever been written, point blank, period. Damn. Coming in, in hot. Of the voice, just a wondering whether the wedding is on or off. A poison could develop a quaff. It's so good. The, the, the lyrics. Little, the New York accent. Yeah. The, when she goes, see note. See note. Oh. Note. Oh, note. <laughs> Faith Princess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's so good. And then she does like, and furthermore, like, uh-huh. stalling and stalling. Oh. Then they get up at Saratoga for the 14th time. It's so good. It is one of like no comedy actress could ask for a better song okay that's what i have to say okay read you leaping out of your chair aggressively over la's <laughs> lament is memorable I just love it it's it's such a good song okay it is a wonderful song okay then we've got guys and dolls the title number when you see a guy some of the best lines this, this show is so good and so clever so yeah. Sondheim if you've ever read Sondheim's book Finishing the Hat he goes through all of the dead musical theater lyricists mm. and kind of like gives you his opinions on them okay. and Frank Lozer Losser. Losser, thank you um, he says it's one of the best musical theater conversationalist song writers mm. of all time um, this is the guy who gave us, do you know he wrote um, Baby It's Cold Outside? Do you know no? I really can't really? stay? Baby It's Cold Outside. This is the same guy. Now, talk about misogyny. No, I know. But... Okay. <laughs> is, that the mo- is that the song you want to go with, Reed? But it's okay. a great song. It's, it's catchy But it's song. a great song. Right. And all I'm saying is great lines back and forth. This yep. is all his area, right? Yep. But like I'm sorry, when you see a Joe spending all kind of dough for a flat that could flatten the Taj Mahal, call it hell, call it heaven. It's a probable 12 to 7. Guys, oh, it's fantastic. And it is a shame that I wasn't able to be in that number. I wasn't able to be in the oldest establishment. Yeah, when, when in the movie, yeah. oh, Ask Guy, you're right. Yeah, that's Guy. Yeah. So in the yeah. play, this is a song by Nicely Nicely Johnson and. Benny South Street. Benny South Street, thank you so much. Um, they're kind of like commenting upon what they're seeing mm-hmm. happen to Nathan Detroit based on what he's like feeling for Adelaide. In the movie, they do include Frank Sinatra in this number because you have fucking Frank Sinatra yeah. 
he's gonna sing the title song. Yeah. And he does it wonderfully. Yeah. Too bad he beat. Let's move. Let's take a plane. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> Let's take a plane to Havana. Uh the Havana dancers, great dance number. And in our production, there was a breakaway bottle, which everybody loved. A breakaway so, bottle? Like a Sister a Sarah gets fucked up on Dulce de Leche. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which she thinks is milk. Which she thinks is milk or milkshake, whatever. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, some, so bad. some saucy lady comes and steals Sky away while she's distracted mm-hmm. and to dance. And she's and she like, the fuck this. Takes Bam! the bottle. Bam! Yeah, smashes it. Or, oh no, he does, she doesn't smash the lady. She smashes it over the head of some guy who punches Sky or something. That's right. It's not actually, she doesn't smash the bottle over some chick's head. So... This is the number where Sky Masterson has successfully persuaded Sarah Sergeant Brown to go to Havana with him. Right? Yes, they are in Havana. He, she has, she's feeling the heat. They're about to close. They're about to close the, the mission, the mission yes. in New York because it's such a failure. Mm-hmm. And so Sky shows up right at the right time to be like, "Dude, I've promised I've you, you an entire room of sinners. Hallelujah. You just have to go to to Havana with me." So she finally says, you know what? Fine. In order, she kind of like, she kind of <laughs> sells herself a little to Whores. save. Pours herself out. To save the mission. Okay. To the mission. A queen, an Wasn't icon, and a feminist icon, Sarah Sergeant Brown. Um, shout out to Kate Herster. Who played Sarah Sergeant Brown in the Oregon Shakespeare production that I saw down in Ashland? Mm. She absolutely killed this Havana number. They like go to Havana and they have like a little like airplane that like a little toy airplane, <laughs> awesome, like over the audience, Love which it. was hysterical. And then they threw millions of beach balls onto the stage, and it was like such a fun way to do it. It's and then she absolutely killed this Havana mm. number. So. Mm. All I'm saying, Ashton Oregon puts on some of the best theater in the world. That, all I'm yeah, saying. Nothing wrong with that. All right. So she's pretty uh, pretty juiced up. Mm-hmm. Let me move on to If I Were a Bell. Yeah. Now she's real drunk mm-hmm. and she is madly in love with Sky Masterson. She's feeling it. She mm-hmm. is. She has let her guard down completely mm-hmm. and she is feeling the freedom of that. Yeah. I love this number. It's cute. Yeah. And. And Sky, like the way, I mean, it's a real transition for the two in their relationship. And Sky's kind of like, oh, she's fun. Yeah. Like, I kind of like this girl. And like, then you start to see he feels a little bad. Yeah. He starts to be like, I'm kind of leading this girl on. And I actually do like her. And I don't want to kind of give her the wrong idea. So he's actually like, she's really drunk and she's trying to sort of like. She's literally throwing herself out. Yeah. And this song is really cute, right? It's like, if I were a bell, I go ding dong, ding dong, ding. So it's a beautiful little musical theater number. Yeah. And she's throwing herself at him. And he's kind of like, no, like, you really don't want to be doing this. Tomorrow you're going to wake up and you're going to be, like, really upset. And she's like, no, 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 no. And then they go home. And they go back to New York. Back. <laughs> what time? I don't think I've ever stayed up this late. What time is it? Oh, four o'clock. <laughs> this is your time of day, isn't it? 
my time of day is the dark time i love that song i know it's really beautiful it is short and catchy and little sexy like i just love it and it perfectly captures i think sky's character thank you because it's like he's the bad boy so of course he's up at the late hour or the early early hours of the morning right but there's also a romance to that time of day 100 percent. yes it it does it perfectly encapsulates encapsulates sky it gives him a little humanity it does like he and i and i get it like the quiet of the morning and he says like on broadway it's the only time on broadway you can hear your footsteps Mm -hmm. i love that that's just paints this wonderful picture yeah Uh, because he's such a cad yeah he's so bad that in order to fall in love with him like you do it's the it's the the really quick repertoire 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 repartee i don't know (laughs) know how to say this word um and then it's this number and i think those are the moments where you're like very introspective he's misogynistic to women but i love him yeah and then (laughs) then he ends that song or the the in between there with and you're the only doll i've ever wanted to share it with me yeah no woman is referred to as a woman in this show (laughs) it's a broad it's a dame it's a doll it's a it's uh those are terms of endearment (laughs) sure i'll go with that and then it leads into i've never been in love before um, not as good as my time. No, it's a generic love song, but cute and 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 lets uh, it lets the singer sing a little bit, which mm-hmm. is nice. So then there's a reversal, right? We've had these two beautiful songs, and at the very end of the first act, what happens, Stefan? Yeah, and then they go back to the mission where he's dropping her off, and after he was a complete gentleman, mm-hmm. and uh, they get back and outrun the gamblers. Nathan were, Detroit has has capitalized on them this being situation, gone. has used the mission for the space where they have the crap game. Scandal. And Sarah Brown thinks that Masterson was in on it. Yeah, that he just was taking her to get her away and use the mm-hmm. that those those lovely tender moments they had were mm-hmm. all a lie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "What do you take me for? What do you take yourself for? A daytime doll, a mission doll." And she slams the door, <coughs> and he's Curtains. like, "Motherfucker, <laughs> I didn't even do anything wrong." He's like, I was a good guy. That's, this is what happens when when you treat we women with respect. We could be in the sack right now. <laughs> Never doing that again. Yeah. Last time I'm a gentleman. So uh, then we get the wonderful Act Two opening number. Right, you have to have something that's peppy that gets people back yep. excited. So you put the girls in skimpy clothes. Uh huh. And yeah. you do a little take back your mink. There's a little strip element take to it. Back your poils. Yeah. It's great. It's basically her throwing, and it, it kind of comments on what happened last, right? Is Adelaide in this musical number is kind of a woman who has been heaped praises upon and lovely gifts until she finds out that all that he wants is you know what. And so she says, take back your mink, take back your poils, throws them back at him. What made you think? That I'm that kind of goyle. Yeah. But Harley Quinn but, would eat this number. But at the end of the song, 
they take it yeah. all back. <laughs> they say, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? <laughs> so it's like, um, not a feminist number in the least. That's actually that might be the worst number in terms of. <laughs> I do kind of uh, love it. It's feminism. very campy. Yeah. I do love it. Okay. Uh, then we got Adelaide's second lament. Yeah, a little reprise little because reprise. Yeah. guess what? Nathan Detroit, who said they were going to elope mm-hmm, that night, doesn't show up. In fact, he's running the second night of the crap game. She doesn't know where, but nicely, nicely, Johnson shows up to the theater to inform her that they're not going to. Elope. And Nathan, and or sorry, and Sky is at the theater. Oh yeah, it's and Sky. Has a little chat with Adelaide uh-huh, to tell uh-huh. her that Nathan wasn't coming, and she's like, "No, he promised. He said he would be here. We're going to elope tonight." Yeah, and she says, "Just wait till you fall in love or whatever." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Been there, baby. You yeah, don't even know." I'm in it. But he's mad. He's he doesn't believe in love anymore. He's a scorned woman. Well, he's a scorned woman. <laughs> and then a banger <laughs> that they cut from the movie. That they fucking cut from yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Johnny Falla who's saying this, and he has a absolute voice of velvet. <laughs> More I cannot wish you than to wish you. I. I think this is such a sweet song. It is a sweet song. So it's Sarah Sergeant Brown's like... More um, I Cannot Wish You is the song. It's one of her fellow Salvation Army sergeants. He's Irish. Old dude. Yeah. Kind of a father figure mm -hmm. looking after her. And And he's been... And he's a great character because he's kind of encouraging her to follow her heart. Mm -hmm. Not everything has to be about the mission and saving souls. You have Mm -hmm. to live a little... And um, and he's kind of a little worldly, right? Like he bought the dollar, he bought the gold, gold watch, watch for a dollar, <laughs> and so he's like he's sort of the voice of reason in this play, middle of the road, uh-huh. <laughs> almost. Yeah. Well, and and the 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 mission's closing, <laughs> and and Sky is like, hey, I can bring all these sinners, and Sarah's like, fuck you, I don't yeah, what, get out of here, and get, he's like, no, you, we like and, this guy. And, Arvide is like, it's such a great line. If you don't make do on that marker, I'm going to tell up, get it all over town that you're a dirty welcher. Yeah. That guy's like, I like you, old man. Yeah. And goes down to to move on. The crapshooter's fell. Yeah. So he's he's really trying to show, like, this is Sky now being like, no, I have to make it up to yeah. Sarah. I like this girl. I can't believe it. But I absolutely am going to make it right by her. So he's searching everywhere for the crap game, right? He's like, where, where, where are they holding the game? And nicely now see Johnson, who he ran into at the hot box, takes him yes. to the crap game. Then they do the crap shooters ballet. And dun, 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 Stefan, dun, dun, dun. where is the crap game being held? It was in the sewer. That's it's right. The only place they could find down here in the tunnels of new york city yeah oh i could tell this story okay so crap shooters ballet is a wonderful number Mm -hmm. with just beautiful dancing Mm -hmm. very masculine and desperate Mm -hmm. and with the the shaking of the hands Mm -hmm. for rolling the dice Mm -hmm. um shout out to brian very stylized very it all reminds me of the the broadway ballet in singing in the rain which you haven't seen so i guess sucks to suck um wow but do you know who did the choreography for at least the movie? I, I think the musical as well. I don't know. I'm so sorry. Well, Michael Kidd. 
Michael Kidd, who did the choreography as well for one of my favorite movies, The Bandwagon, and Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, which they had to sort of like, like con him into doing, which we'll talk about on the Seven Brides for Seven Brothers episode. So, in my experience in Guys and Dolls, I can tell you, (laughs) we go down and part of the set for this was a big sewer pipe that's probably like eight feet in diameter okay and so when the when everything blacks out me and nicely nicely go down the lights are out nicely and i have to get into this big pipe because we come out of the pipe <laughs> at the end <laughs> there's some there's something you're that's tickling your funny bone that you have to explain <laughs> go ahead go ahead read no like the big pipe the big pipe. Okay. Go for it. It's as simple as that. You are a middle school boy. So there's a really big pipe. <laughs> How old are you? Go for it. Go for it. There's a really big pipe. So lights are out. Really big pipe. That's we step. When... We step. That's that's when you lights run into out. the big pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lights are out. Uh, we step onto a chair into the pipe. The pipe's this high, probably. Or so. <laughs> He's can't help himself. How much wine did you have? Let me finish the damn story. Read okay, well. Okay, okay. So nicely, and I from the stage are stepping in. We step onto this chair and get in. Well, that's a fanfic. I need one it. night. There's no chair, and he steps in. <gasps> boom! Crumbles. I, I step in. Oh no! Boom! No, you followed way. suit like yeah, a Looney Tunes I cartoon. Yeah, I couldn't hear him. I mean, we had to be quiet because the show must go on, right? And and we're both collapsed in there, staring at each other, eyes wide open, mouths open, like silent screaming, like literal, like silent screaming, <laughs> because we've just had our giblets smashed on this pipe. Lights come up. We're down in the pipe, just. You know, yeah. in choir boys, excruciating oh! pain. Yeah, that that final note, a guy, that guy's indulgence, or what be a lady, was no problem that night. And uh, yeah, and then at the end of like all that dialogue, we had to come out and sing and dance and everything. But, oh shit! But after that scene was over, and I and I am coming off uh, off yeah. stage or whatever. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, I said a few words of a colorful variety. I think I, and actually Meg could probably confirm this, that I went past her just like so. Was she in the show? Livid. Meg was doing costumes. Oh, no way. Yeah. And, uh, oh, because we were quite upset because there was no chair for us to step into and had our nerves yeah. smashed. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the bright side, Fergie, Drea Ferguson, mm-hmm. she used that story for years in her uh not just shows but also classes like technical theater classes and all that to be like you set the damn chair just how important it is to have everything where it's supposed to be mm-hmm. and because look at you you're you are part of so many kids education right did you ever think about that i in so many ways and theater theater class formative Ah, uh, the things that your theater teachers say to you forever the things you're you're a bunch of piggies you all need to live no (laughs) dance piggies dance no so okay so luck be a lady um fun fun number yeah this i would say is like the 11 o'clock number wouldn't you say it's well i mean it 
it's the one that probably everybody knows the show. Yeah, and this is one. like interesting that like the sort of like height of the show. This is a man's song. There's no. This isn't no a woman sort of like torch song, right? This is like this is his hail mary. So Sky has showed yes. up yes. to the crap game, and he's like, "Listen, I need to fill this room of sinners. Will you all come to the thing?" And they're like, "To a prayer meeting." No, sorry. So he's like, well, guess what? I bet you all. How much does he bet? $1,000 each. He's like, I will pay each of you $1,000 if I lose this role. And if you lose, you have to go to the to the prayer meeting. And they're like, this is a, literally everyone in the room is like, we're not going to say no to this bet. Uh, fine by me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so then he has to pray to Lady Luck. They call you Lady Luck, or if it's Marlon Brando. But that is wrong. That is wrong for doubt. Yeah. At times, like, you have a very unladylike way of running, running out. out. Yeah. Or if you're <laughs> you Peter do, Gallagher. You do, on this day. He's so fucking good. You do really good impersonations. Uh, I do not. I think I can do the, like little voices that are like read voices, like but I can't <laughs> replicate someone else's you voice. You know. Sometimes that's what's more important mm -hmm. because Reed <laughs> just being Reed far better than anything I can. No, ever no, do. no, you do a great yeah. random. Um, all this to say, this is like the song. If you know any song, Sinatra guys performed and dolls it for years. All, it, all the all it the is a jazz did. standard. It is a yeah. musical theater standard. It is luck be a lady tonight. Tonight, and yeah. then it ends. It's really great. It builds. It builds. It builds. He like throws the dice and ha! all yeah and everyone goes ha lights out and you don't know what happens like <laughs> yeah. you don't know if he won you don't know and what. then they're and then they're filing out and the guys are talking about i don't want to go to no prayer meeting <laughs> but julie if you were to welch on this marker it would cause me no no, no great disgrace or yeah whatever. no yeah. great embarrassment, <laughs> embarrassment. <laughs> they are out the it is so, this show is so funny. This show is so funny. Yeah, Big Julie is like, if word about this gets around in Chicago, no decent person will talk to me. <laughs> it's so they, good. All the jokes are so approachable. It's funny, just like, oh. stupid, fun, good times. So, good. so, okay, so he got, he won the bet. Everyone has to go to the, to the prayer meeting. Yep. And so as Nathan Detroit is like leaving to go to the prayer meeting, they're in a restaurant. Who does he run into? Stefan. His fiance. Scorned. Miss Adelaide. Who is fed up? That was like the last straw. Him not showing up to elope. It's been 14 years. She's made up stories to her mom. She's made up children <laughs> to her mother for how long she has waited for this man yeah. to so, finally get so it Adelaide together. Make sure, makes sure that she bumps into Nathan. Let us not have a scene and behave like a slob or whatever she oh, says. She's so good. That was it. That was Icon, it. Yeah. And uh, sue me. This is such a good number. So this is this is Adelaide telling Nathan Detroit off. And Nathan Detroit responds with a, you know, sue me, sue me. What can you do me? I'm rotten. I love you. But I love you. And well, okay. So the best part of the song is he's like, "Okay, let's get a look right now." I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. He's like, he's like, "I'm so sorry. You're right. I'm a horrible person, but You're let's right. do let's it go. right now." I love you so much. And then, of course, 
nicely and Benny show up and they're like, you have to go to this prayer meeting. And he's like, oh shit. So he's like, Adelaide, you're not going to believe this. And she's like, Nathan, why can't you get eloped tonight? I gotta go to a prayer meeting. And so that's, and she like won't believe him. She's like, you're making this shit up again. Biggest lie you're you making have shit ever up told again, me. Arnold. Oh, you don't know this number. What? It's Arnold. second half of um, Book of Mormon, which you're waiting to oh, see yeah, live. No, Sorry. No, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it's this great back and forth conversational, right? This is classic Frank. Sue me, sue me. It's a crooner, like. Back and forth. So well, yeah. Really, really great, amazing song. But the Nathan Lane version, so me, so it's so funny. Those yeah. two are so good. And yeah. they, they, you can find, they were on Leno. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Tonight Show and performing it. And they're so good. Faith Hill also, is. <sighs> Vivian is, is like, it's heartbreaking for Vivian, but Faith Hill. Faith Prince. Ah, oh, fuck. Did I say Hill? No, oh, me. Okay. Oh. But then you just, you, you clarified. Uh, we are so, we are so we're so horrible. Anyway, Faith yeah. Prince. Faith Prince is so heartbreaking in yep. this number. She she has multiple times in the songs where she has to say, I could honestly die. And like a great actress, right? Each one she performs differently. So the first one is sort of like a throwaway. The second one is sort of like a funny, like, I'm going to kill you. I can honestly die. And the third one she says, she's so sad. She loves this man so much. Yeah. And he has to go to the prayer meeting because <laughs> Amanda's not Welch. Sue me, sue me. And Nathan Lane, what can you do me? He And then he ends this number on a yeah. big old belt. Yeah. I love you. Like a full yeah. up, like, it's like, holy shit, Nathan I'm, Lane. I knew you could sing, mm-hmm. but like. Now, I love shit. I love Nathan Lane and Faith Prince's Prince. version yes. of this. Um, but it really, like, Frank. It, it's a different. It's yeah, built for it's, Frank. It's a little more overall tender. Mm-hmm. Whereas the I, 92 and version. And clearly, is like, more of a I, was, I was raised on the movies. So that's, like, that's my. If it's yours. That's, have, you watch, you, have you watched it or just listened to it? I just listen to version. it. I would love to see a performance. Yeah. Do it. I'm going to watch it's the all YouTube over video. The internet. Okay, I'm going to yeah, watch it's it. It's all over. Okay, okay got to move on. Yep. Sit down. You're rocking the boat. The this might be the second number you know of. Big production ever, number. If you've ever heard a song from this show, so they've probably... gotten the the gamblers all are all at the mission. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody except for Sky. Mm-hmm. Sky doesn't stay. He has to go. He's got some business or something. Oh yeah. I don't yeah, know. yeah. But Nathan's there. Well, he's he doesn't want. I think he he makes good on his marker, and he knows that Sarah Sergeant Brown does like doesn't want anything to do with him. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna go, but I I want you to know that I make good on my work. Yep. He's not a welcher. Mm-hmm. So he leaves. So he leaves, and uh, they <laughs> they start going around to say <laughs> that everybody's supposed to say why they're so rotten. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like they're supposed to share sort of their testimony. Yeah. And that's when it comes out that Sky was betting to get them all there, that they weren't there voluntarily. Mm-hmm. And I love that part of it. They're like, when Sky was rolling rolling us for our souls or whatever, like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> and they're like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, Sky Madison, he bets a thousand bucks. Well, also my favorite part of the show is all the times that 
the like gangsters have to like translate their vernacular <laughs> yeah. to the like religious <laughs> sergeant army people anytime oh, they have what? to be like wait what are, what is welcher yeah, yeah what are you talking about and they're like oh my marker yeah it's a man's word yeah and, Sarah, never... and sarah's like oh they're just here because da 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 like and they're they're not really here i'm a failure <laughs> <laughs> And but then the the not sergeant the general mm-hmm. right yeah Ad- who's general like, I can't remember she's like the she's head like, honcho of I like fighting fire with fire and yeah she's, she's like, like I love it yep yep exactly <laughs> and so nicely nicely gives testimony I dreamed last night I, I got, got on, on the boat, boat to heaven, heaven and by some chance I would brought my dice along. along yeah it's and it slaps oh it's such a number. It's it's so good with lyrics like the devil's thumbs wrapped around my checkered coat. Yeah. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. You're rocking the boat. Um, great dance in the show. Great dancing. Oh, it's it's all over the place. It gets everyone. Maybe this is the eleven o'clock number. Maybe it was the nicely, nicely Johnson. Maybe so. Hmm. Maybe so. Which is really interesting because I feel this way. I feel a little bit bad for South Street Benny. Benny South Street. Okay, go. this is a good time to talk about him. Go ahead. Because he doesn't get his own number. He doesn't get his own number. It's kind of sad that they do it. They have guys and dolls, and they have tin um, feud for tin horn. Yep. But they don't have a number for, nice for his name. Uh, South Street. Yeah. Or uh, for Benny South Street. Mm-hmm. Benny South Street in 1992, played by none other than J.K. fucking Simmons of Spider-Man fame. Spider, yeah, uh, not Jay, Whiplash, Jay Jonas, and Whiplash. Not okay, whatever. That's, yeah, <laughs> he is Jay Jonah J- Jameson. Jay Jonah Jameson. <laughs> J.K. fucking Simmons. And I remember watching this on. They performed this song at the Tonys in '92. And I, you know, sometimes you go down the Tonys performances oh, rabbit hole. Have I ever? Oh, we've all uh-huh, we've uh-huh, all done uh-huh. it. And I remember watching it, going, "What the fuck?" Like this was. Yeah, five six years ago. You know you're down when you're like, like you're watching Burned at Peter's do Rose's turn, and you're like, oh lord, like that's that guy looks an awful lot like J.K. Simmons. And I looked it up on like you Wikipedia or whatever. Fuck, it's J.K. Simmons. Huh. He was on. Um, so they did. Uh, Seth Rudetsky did a like reunion interview thing where they got Peter Gallagher, Josie, Seth Nathan would Lane. get them all. Yeah, around his little and piano. J.K. Simmons came on, and they so they all told stories about this production, oh. and apparently. He had just I love that homosexual. finished oh, Seth Rudetsky is a treasure, national yeah. treasure. But he says he uh he got offered a role in the chorus, and he was coming off some other project project where he had a higher where he had like a name. Mm-hmm. He was like, ah, I don't, I don't know if I really want to do, I don't know if I really want to do chorus. Like I'm feeling like ah. And they're like, okay, fine. How about Brannigan? They offered him the role of Brannigan. No. Well, I see that for him. And he's like, he doesn't have a number. He's not saying he's a, he's kind of, he's a speaking role, but I, I I gotta say no, gotta say no. And then he's still auditioning. um, And, and he tell, and he tells the director or whatever, like, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I have a huge ego or whatever or whatever, but I know how to pass the ball. This is like his saying. And apparently that's like a saying that Jerry Sachs, the director that uses like in theater, like know how to pass the ball mm. to whoever's turn it is. Mm-hmm. And 
he got nice. Then they offered him Benny South Street because because of that. Like, okay, you're not just it's not just about ego. You understand this is you know we're a team, but you were holding out for something hmm. better essentially. So J.K. Hmm. Simmons on to win a. Which is funny because that that role really isn't like it's it's a great supporting role because South Street Benny and um, Nicely Nicely are one of the best parts of the show. Integral. Mm -hmm. And their casting is very important, but he doesn't have the big number that is all his own. Right. Mm -hmm. So I still think that that shows that, you know, he's right. That was he's still a a player. He's or um, team player. Yep. And a. a dice player. Okay, love that. Okay, marry the man today. <laughs> Read thoughts. So first of all, they cut this from the movie, mm-hmm. so I actually didn't know this number as well as um um as until I started like listening to the recording of mm-hmm. the Broadway uh, revival. Um, first of all, this is the thesis of the show. <laughs> You're kind of right this marry the man today and change his ways tomorrow hold up look up one <laughs> second she was just shaking her head but then it also is i have to read i have to read the the lyrics i don't know it as well but listening to it <clears throat> give him the girlish laughter marry the man today and save the fists for after you can't dum, get dum. alterations on a dress you haven't bought <laughs> At any vegetable market from Borneo to Nome, you mustn't squeeze a melon till you get the melon home. <laughs> you simply got to gamble. Yeah. You, you get, get no, no guarantees. guarantees. Now, doesn't that kind of apply to you and I? You and me. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh. Why? Why not? Or yeah, I can't why not? Why, Why not, not what? what? Anyway. Marry the man today. Trouble it, though he may be. Obviously, this is so tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. And hilarious. Like, it... Because it... So this is... This show does not pass the Bechtel test. <laughs> this is the two female leads interacting and their only song is about the men that they're dating <laughs> so it does not pass but no. it, it was i would say it would pass the 1950s Bechdel test because the two romantic leads are interacting together right that doesn't often happens they kind of like they don't know each other right they have not their their paths have not crossed in this story so they sort of run into each other sarah sergeant brown is now conflicted because oh Sky actually did a really nice thing for me. He didn't have to do that, but he really put himself on the line for me. Um, Adelaide is feeling that sort of like, oh, he really does love me, but he really is not like, he's still not here. Where is he? So they kind of find each other in the streets of New York, as you do. And they're kind of collapse, like consoling each other. They're sad. And they they tell each other their stories. They have a moment. And they are going to decide to marry the man as he is, not as they wish and he was. His ways tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And they will slowly over time um uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Influence their choices. Galoshes. <laughs> Opaltine. Guy Lombardo. Gal- yeah. <laughs> 
if and if he should try to leave you, have a pot roast, have a some headache, have uh-huh. a baby, have two, six, six nine. nine. Stop. <laughs> it is so over the top. I love it, it is. Okay. Please, dear listeners. Do not take any life lessons from yeah. guys and dolls, but do enjoy. Just fashion lessons. That's all. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. just take in the great songs. All right. And the last song, Guys and Dolls Reprise. It is, it's wedding. It's a wedding scene. Mm-hmm. They don't really even, I mean, they don't really resolve anything. No, it's at just least like, at all. boom, everybody's getting married. Yeah, it's, it's and, a comedy. It's... Sky is dressed as a Salvation Army uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. whatever he's in the he's in the quoting scripture Mm -hmm. and you know all the stuff and and then you see a guy and it's so cute because nathan detroit he's about to go down the aisle and he tries to turn around and benny and nicely grab his arms they turn him around they shove him down the aisle and it's cute happily ever after it's so good adelaide gets what she wants Yep. Sky gets what he wants. It's a it's a good one. So it's it would have been Shakespearean if they had one other one other couple. Three weddings is is very Shakespearean. Give nicely a, a chick. I was gonna say or what, Benny and South Street or, or a, Benny and nicely Arvide and I don't know one of the hot box. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? No, I think I think oh. Benny, Benny and nicely. Benny, nothing. Aw, <laughs> they lived happily ever after. Ding. Yeah, I love it. Tied up with a bow. Uh, viewing recommendation. Just do your. I'm gonna put in the uh, show show notes. Ewan McGregor as Sky Masterson <laughs> singing "Luck Be a Lady." I. Uh, he was having a whole musical theater moment. It's a it's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, just just look at it. What and performance look, was that? And let me just say, he uh, he opts up. <laughs> yeah. At yeah. the end, and uh, you just just I'm just sorry. have fun. Oh, that's so real. Uh, okay. Uh, any closing notes? Oh, are we gonna? Oh, we that favorite song. That was the second London revival. Okay. Well, there's it's it's on it's on the West End right now. I think. Yeah. Jerry Orbach played. In the off-Broadway revival, apparently. <laughs> oh, legend. Yeah. Jerry Robot. Um, favorite song? Who's going first? You are. I asked I asked the question. <laughs> We're just staring at each other across from the table. It's going to go to Sue Me. Oh, okay. I think that it? number is so good. The best number. kiss of my life. I was a fool to get oh, to right. already. I'm just, just a no good Nick. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's perfectly captures sort of the back and forth, but then yeah, the also the heart. You have the heart, and I do love that song. Shout out to a song that didn't that's not in the the Broadway version that's only in the movie i really love the song adelaide that uh frank sinatra adelaide is making a man talk about a long shot 
Or yeah, we didn't talk about your eyes are the eyes of a woman in love. Yeah, no, see that one's not worth it. It's like, well, it's kind of a generic. Um, a song not in the movie that is my favorite is uh, "My Time of Day." Okay, the shortest song. Fuck. Okay, it's so it's just like like we talked about. Mm-hmm. It encapsulates his character. Mm-hmm. It's like when Sky really. Um, opens up to yeah. her. It's such a great moment, and, and yeah. I love it. Shout out to Adelaide's lament. Really, truly, so funny. Yeah, you're, so funny. Well, your appreciation of that song was evident. I know. I I I thought you were gonna say that that was my favorite one, but yeah. I oh yeah, we were gonna predict. I know we were supposed to. Yeah, yeah we were supposed well, to. We'll do that next week. Next we'll do it next week. week. All right. Stephon, All right. What kind of wine is this show? I think you hit it on the head, at least with a white. This okay. is a white wine. This is not a Pinot Noir. This is not a red. This is not too deep. Nothing about this. Doesn't take itself too seriously. No. It's. I might even go with like a rose. Yeah. It's not quite bubbles. <laughs> oh. It's Sparkling not quite rose? bubbles. <laughs> but I think a rose is right. I think it's it's light. It's does not take itself seriously. Yeah. It is fun. Um, yeah, what's Adelaide? Drinking? But it has it has a little edge. Yeah. So maybe it's not quite a rosé. Maybe it's like a. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I like rosé. I honestly, when you said bubbles, I had that. I a sparkling sparkling rosé for me. Right. Maybe the sparkling rosé from soda. Yes. Oh, soda pop. It's so very good. Okay. Okay. Well, the wine is gone. Yeah, we. We... I slurped down my portion. Redribbled I feel the like, last bit. Yeah, I feel like Winnie the Pooh right now. What are your not uh, a single morsel? Any any closing thoughts on the uh, the Chardonnay from Ooh. J. Christopher Winery? It's really really approachable. They did a really great job. Um, very drinkable. Good for drinking. Yeah, the highest compliment one can give a wine. Leah, you did great. Leah, <laughs> Leah is uh, Todd's. Daughter, who the vineyard is named after. So, oh, um, all right, that uh, that does on the wine. I recommend it. All right, I think that does it for this show. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, just also one of the other Miss Adelaide's was played amazingly by Jane Krasowski. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I did know that. Just one case you wanted to know. Now you know. And oh, read follow me. What uh, what show are we doing next week? <sighs> I'm struggling. I'm gonna have to just pull it out. Okay, you know what? I was trying to save this one for a while, and it's kind of a deep cut, but I'm gonna pull it out. It it fits this pull sort out your of pipe. She loves me. Oh, speaking of Jane, yeah, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a she loves wow. me. Oh, I've got thoughts. Okay. We'll see you next week for a little known musical by the people who did Fiddler on the Roof. She loves me. All right. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.